there's a massive difference between identity and beliefs. Any belief that's repeated with enough emotional intensity becomes an identity. And our identity is the strongest driving force we've got. We will die to maintain that we were right about who we were. Hello, and thank you for joining us today on the Gentle Art of Crushing It show where we focus on learning and sharing with our listeners all there is to know about how to create success in our lives. This show stands on the shoulders of giants. Our mission is to empower and inspire our listeners to create the life of their dreams whilst having a blast in the process. Let's celebrate life together. Welcome to the show. Well, today on The Gentle Art of Crushing It, we have the pleasure of speaking with my friend and super amazing coach and so much more, Andrew Devlin. So, Andrew, thanks again for joining us on the show. Um, I'd love to start us off with just learning a bit about you. So, please share with us a bit about your you know, background. Tell us about you, who you are, what you're all into, and please also share something with us that we you know, most likely won't know about you. I am obviously not from America. Um, I was uh, born in a very wet, cold, damp land. Uh, so I'm from the northwest of England. Uh, my hometown is famous for building nucleus marines. And we are affectionately called the longest cul-de-sac in the world. So it's about 40 miles driving along the road before you can turn left or right. So at the end of this peninsula, um, so surrounded by the ocean, we've got like these incredible sand dunes and then there's really, really industrial town. And uh, so I, um, I did not like the gray um, and the rain and uh, I longed for sunnier climates. So um, I now reside in St. George, Utah. So right on the border of Arizona, we're about 12 minutes away. Um, it's pretty much the opposite of England. It is, I think, 105 degrees here today, which feels pretty cool. Um, we get very infrequent rain, and I look that way, and there's red rocks, and there's a bit further, there's pine pine trees and mountains. So, uh, yeah, it's a world away from the north of England, and uh, I, I I love it. I love it here. Yeah, what's not to love, right? I, I see your, you know, Instagram, I follow you there, and uh, I think also on Facebook, you share a lot about your outdoor adventures. I know... You know, for a while you had a side-by-side -side and now you got a Jeep and you do some mountain biking as well, right? So, you're, you obviously your whole family loves the outdoors. Yeah, you know, um, we were in Colorado for 18 years. And so we skied and mountain biked. Uh, we did a few river rafting trips. Um, but yeah, hiking. And uh, we came to southern Utah because it's, it's a little bit more wild here. You know, there's a 360 degrees of adventure and uh, and no snow to shovel. And we realized, me and my wife sat down one day and we realized one of the best things we can do for our marriage is walk side by side, talking about life. And in Colorado, we didn't really do that in the winter. And we definitely saw an impact in marriage. So we're like, right, where can we walk side by side year round? And where can I mountain bike year round? And we still like to ski. And so we have a ski resort about an hour, 20 minutes away. It has 300 inches of snow. We have Las Vegas, which is 90 minutes away. We have Lake Powell, two, two hours away. And we have the Grand Canyon, about 80 minutes, or 80 miles, should I say, off road to the south. So it's a, it's a very yeah, unique, diverse landscape. And I like variety. Um, so I, I left England at 19. I went to Korea's Day, and they said, what do you want to be? And I said, I want to be a windsurf instructor. 
uh, because windsurfing sounds weird, but saved my life. And um, when I was eight years old, I went through a glass door and damaged my spine, uh, slipped my legs to bits. And um, you could see the bones in my legs um, from the, the how deep the, the uh, glass door went through. And I spent about four to six months relearning how to walk again properly. Um, I was in a collar. Um, I missed most of school. Um, I ended up in high school and, it, and I was in and out of school for probably about three years, two or three years. So by the time I got to high school, I didn't have a clue what was going on. And uh, I felt like I was playing catch up. I was still very much mentally nine because that's why I, 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 when, with my accident, um, I emotionally shut down at the time and stopped speaking, all, all that stuff. And um, so by the time I went to high school, I was like out my depth. And I remember going to math. And in England, I don't know if it's the same over here, but you have different levels of classes in the same year. So you have the A students, the B students, the C. And I was in the bottom class, the special ed class. And I, re I remember going into math and my math teacher would say, hey, you're not going to be able to do this. Go play Tetris. And I was like, hmm, okay. And then I'd go to English and it would be like, hey, you got everything wrong. Why do you even bother coming? And I was like, I don't know. And so what changed my life was there was one teacher. It shows you the, this is the importance of one mentor in your life. And he ran the woodworking shop. And I didn't do woodwork because I wasn't very good at that either. And uh, he said, where are you going? I said, I'm just going to go home. I don't know. And he said, well, why don't you come and help teach rock climbing this afternoon? And why don't you come and help teach? And I thought that was cool. So he taught me how to windsurf. And I remember the moment I stood on the windsurf board. Um, I don't really see out my right eye. There's, there's an interesting fact most people don't know. Um, and so I was bad at sports. And I was bad at school. So really zero self-esteem. And my dad was a Mr. Universe bodybuilder, and I was a really skinny kid. And so I just went, I don't know where I fit in on all of this. And so I remember I stood up on the windsurfing board, and I had great balance because I'd, I'd hop everywhere because my right leg would give way, so I'd hop. And so I had great balance. I pulled the windsurfing sail up. I grabbed hold of the sail, and I went, and I sailed across the whole lake. And I got rescued by a fisherman, and I had hypothermia. And I was, I was hooked. I was absolutely hooked. So in careers day, they're like, what do you want to be? I want to be a windsurf instructor. And they're like, that's not a real job. I said, well, it is because we went on this activity day and there was a windsurf instructor. The windsurf instructor never saw me leave because he didn't expect anybody to do it that quick. So he thought I was a, a windsurfer who just was there and I stood up and windsurfed away. So no alarm bells went off for that guy. But I knew that he got paid. And so I knew if he got paid, I could get paid. And I remember the creeds advisor said, if you like water so much, why don't you become a plumber? And I went, shipyard, they need lots of plumbers. So I was like, ah, no. So anyway, um, I went and uh, I thought I was a pretty good windsurfer until I went to windsurf training. And I was the worst of the group. And so I would go out when it was snowing. I would go out no matter what the weather was. I like couldn't feel my hands. And I put I put the work in and I became, if not the best, one of the best in the, in the group. And then uh, that seems to be my theme of life. Go into something, feel completely overwhelmed that I'm never going to be good enough. Work like crazy. Master it. And then do something else at a higher level. 
if that makes sense, then quit, go and put myself into another situation where I feel completely out of my depth. Uh, feel like I'm not good enough, feel like I'm never going to get this, get it so it feels like a piece of cake, and then next level. So I uh, did that and travelled, taught in England, Wales, France, Spain, and then I'm, I'm back in England teaching windsurfing. And not not particularly happy, love, 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 love my job, but it started snowing in June in England, and I'm in a wetsuit. And I went, can I stay in a wetsuit till I'm 65? No. <sighs> Cruise ships. And I was like, because I was like, what, what do I love? I love to travel. What else? I love to get paid to travel. And I was like, cruise ships. So um, I went down, I think within a week or two, to London, which is like a six, seven hour drive. Walked into the interview. The interview started at nine, went till four. And I remember at the end of the interview, they said, uh, where did you stay last night? I said, nowhere. I drove down last night. And they said, uh, well, where are you staying tonight? I was like, nowhere. I'm driving back. I said, I've got work tomorrow. And they said, so you haven't slept in two days. I was like, that's right. And they said, you've got the job. And then I said, great, I'll start in six months. And they said, why? I said, I have no idea. And I said, but I'll start in six months. And I, I've tr I trust my gut. And my gut said start in six months. And no logical explanation for that. And so they said, well, there might not be a job for you in six months. I said, then so be it. So after six months, I called them. I was like, ready now? And they're like, great, we have a job for you. So then I'm in London doing a training. And um, they sent me off to run a gym on a cruise, cruise line. And so I didn't realize um, my, my boss at the time uh, was constantly hammering me telling me I was crap, like just like, and I was like, right, this is familiar that bosses are always on my back. And then we got somebody from the mainland head office of the cruise, the, the gym in the spa area came on. He said, Andrew, we just want to uh, talk about your work. I said, yeah, I know I'm crap. And he said, what are you talking about? I said, well, I, I know, I know I'm not very good. And he said, you are the highest grossing personal trainer in cruise line history. And I went, why is this person on me all the time and making me feel like I'm worthless. And he says, cause she gets paid on the products you sell and you don't sell anything. He said, you do service and she doesn't make commission on service. And because the cruise line sold bath algae, I'm sorry if anybody out there bought that bath algae, I never sold it to you if you did, but it was promising like 10 pounds of weight loss for sitting in a bath with algae. And I'm like, I refuse to, I refuse to sell that. So. I, my, 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 my belief at the time was I have one week to change this person's life. And if I work them out, they could be solved. But if I educate them about health and exercise, they can go back to their normal life and have massive improvement. But this is the most free time they're going to have this year. So I, I just saw it as a purpose so I could step into people and help them learn, help them educate them so that they could go back and make better choices. And I thought I was going on the cruise ship to meet a guy because I thought I was going to meet this guy that we're going to do business together. And he was going to show me my next path. And then I met this cute girl. And she happens to live in Colorado. And we've been together 20 years. Four kids, 12, 13, 13, and just turned 15. Two adopted. And then we homeschool them for the last like eight years, something like that. And uh, we've created our own homeschool curriculum based on being an entrepreneur. 
and so that we can teach the kids about compounding, interest rates, you know, uh, you know all the things that I feel like school doesn't teach you. And then you yeah, should. But should, yeah, you know, you know how uh, you know a plant reproduces, but you don't know how to balance your own finances and all of that stuff. So you know, we we do travel a lot, you know, and we've been all over the world with the kids, and uh, I see it as doing business, creating income allows my kids to have a very unique upbringing, so that they can have a different perspective of the world. You know, um, if you if you only grow up in the U.S., you have uh, maybe an underappreciation. Sometimes, and what I found is this is still the land of opportunity. Uh, there's there's no place on the planet like it. I could not have done what I've done um, in the UK. Um, and America does reward vision, and it does re reward action. And I still believe that in 2023. Are you an entrepreneur, a real estate investor, looking for the ultimate solution to your business problems? Look no further than Nourish and Sew. Our solution-focused consulting firm provides expert support in business operations and technology integrations. We help you build and implement the systems you need to succeed and streamline your business processes. Visit us at nourishandso.com slash crushingit to learn more about how we can help your business thrive. Nourish and Sew, helping entrepreneurs crush it every day. I love that. I love that, Andrew. And, you know, there's like so much to unpack there. So I just, I just want to touch on a couple things. I feel like um, one of the things that I appreciate, I've got to know you a, a bit over the past year and, um, you know, um, every time I spend time with you, I, you know, walk away from the interaction, feeling inspired, feeling better about myself. And so, you know, I just kind of wanted to acknowledge that and say that, you know, I really do appreciate that about you. I also feel like you do a good amount of introspection, um, you know, looking into, you know, are you aligned with your goals? Do you, do you feel like your goals are, you know, a good fit for you and that sort of thing? Um, so with that being said, would you say, you know, that, because one of the, one of the businesses that you're involved in now is you're a performance coach, right? And a very incredibly, you know, gifted one. Um, would you say that that's, when would you say that started to unfold for you? Like, when did you start asking the question, like, I feel like this would be a good fit for me? No, that's a great question. So um, I was involved in the world of chiropractic when I came over to the U.S. And just a, a chance happening, talk to somebody. Before I know it, I'm working for this chiropractor. And long story short, I ended up working for a different chiropractor. And I did everything a chiropractor does apart from a just. So I did the exams, I did the consultations, I did the report findings, I took the x-rays, I marked the x-rays up, I did the trade shows, I manned the booth, I did all of that so he could make money adjusting. And in that time, um, I was still personal training in the mornings and in the evenings. So I was out the door at 7 and I was back home at 8pm. And we had uh, two little kids at the time. And I'd always had a healthy dose of anger and um, I dealt with my problems head-on and normally uh, physically and I just had this temper and the way I'd blow it off was with motorcycles or cars just as fast as I could go going to the gym you know and then I've done my health healthy amount I don't know maybe unhealthy amount of drinking and again English culture we drink we drink a lot um, you know I what I think over here, people would say you have a problem. It's just a normal social drinker um, in the UK. 
Um, but I definitely had this anger. Um, I did not like who I was. Um, I knew I could be a better husband. I knew I could be a better dad, but I didn't know how to change. And so I remember my boss at the time um, told me I reminded him of Tony Robbins and I had no clue who Tony Robbins was. And then he gave me a CD set called Get the Itch. And I listened to that. I'm very, very dyslexic. And so I actually got tested a few years ago. And I, I've got, uh, what did it come out? It's a eight, eight-year-old math level, 12-year-old spelling level, and a 16-year-old's reading level. And so I read pretty slow. I spell badly. And math for business isn't great. But math, like normal math, is really bad. But for some reason, business clicks with me. I don't know why. My oldest daughter is exactly the same. Like she can get business, no problem, but math, math is awkward. So, so I, I felt like I was struggling. I was struggling with dyslexia still, and audio was great for me. And so I devoured Get the Edge, and I just consumed it. And I was out walking, I was doing my incantations, and I still hadn't put it into as much of life as I needed to do to get results. And so my wife said, hey, I've got you an intro call at Tony Robbins. And I was like, cool, awesome. When? And she goes, tomorrow at noon. I was like, in my lunch break, the only time I have off, and you want me to talk to Tony Robbins? I was like, oh. And she's like, well, it's tomorrow. You know, that's it. And so... The guy calls, I was like, hey, Tony. And he's like, oh, no, no, my name's Brian. I was like, hey, Brian, um, are you Tony's assistant? He's like, no, I'm the coaching sales rep. And I was like, great, when do I speak to Tony? And he laughed and he's like, uh, never. And uh, he's like, you know, and I said, well, isn't Tony a guy with like ACD out? He's like, no, no. He's like, I talk to you and we'll partner you with a, a coach that's a good fit for you. So. Anyway, had the call, realized I had some work to do, and then he told me the price for the year, and at that point, it was like $4,500 for the year, and I had $4,500 in the bank, and that, that, that was my life savings right there. So I came home, and my wife was like, so what do you think? And I was like, it's every penny we've got, almost to the dollar. And she went, that's a lot of money. I said, yeah, it's a lot of money. I said, but you know what? I've never fully invested in myself. I said, and if I was going to go to college right now, I said that would be like, oh, four and a half thousand dollars for college. Piece of, like, wow, so cheap. And I was like, I need to invest in myself. And so my wife rallied behind me. We paid it. I didn't know there was a payment option. They only told me about paid in full option. I didn't know any of that. So I paid in full. And I got this amazing coach called Dave. And I never missed a call. And I was ready every single week. And... It was over the course of, I think I had him for like a year and a half. And after a year, my son got a lung infection, RSV. And he was six months old. We're rushing him to hospital. And he's turning blue. And I called work. And I said, hey, I'm not going to be in today. I said, rushing my son to hospital, blah, blah, blah. And he left a voicemail. I don't know if hospitals are any better now. But back then, hospitals were like a black blackout zone for cell phones. And so he left a voicemail saying... It's your wife's job to look after your kids, not yours to get back to work. And I called back and I quit. So the next day I was on the phone with my coach 
And he says, what are you going to do? I was like, I don't know. I don't know. I said, I don't want to keep this pace anymore. I said, I, I don't know. I said, I think I want to do this coaching thing. And he went, yes, I've been waiting six months for you to say this. And he's like, you are born to be a coach. And I was like, oh, I don't know. He said, well, when you were windsurfing, what were you doing? No, we had a longer car conversation. I was like, well, I guess coaching. And he's like, and when you were helping kids in school learn how to rock climb and windsurf, and yeah, I guess coaching now. And he said, and when you were a personal trainer, and a lot of times people were talking about their beliefs and their struggles, and I said, yeah, that was a big part of it. I was like, holy crap, I've been a, I've been a, I've been a life coach <laughs> uh, for a long time. And uh, I went, I'm going to do that. So that was it. I went, got a certification, dived in, got some clients, started doing that. And then I got a phone call from my co coach again. And he's like, hey, Tony Robbins is after coaches. I was like, that's great. He said, you? I said, no, not me. Uh, and it's, it's sort of like, imagine if you just started playing baseball and the Red Sox call. And I was like, no, 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 I'm not good enough. No, I can't do it. It's too big. And he's like, well, apply. And after probably, I don't know, it felt like it forever on the phone with him. I was like, fine, just to shut you up. And, he, and I was like, when do I need to submit it? Right. And he's like, midnight tonight. So me and my wife, she, again, the dyslexia kicked in. She helped me tremendously. We submitted it at 11.58. And that was it. I ended up, there was 250 people applied. Six of us got the job. Um, I had 90 clients a month at my peak. And I went, and uh, to this day, I've got probably 25,000 hours of one-on-one -on -one coaching under my belt. And I've been doing it now for like 13, 14 years. Um, it's my passion. Still thrive doing it. Still love doing it. And don't see me not ever doing it. And um, yeah, I've had the opportunity to be a keynote speaker for Toyota, trade most uh, of their dealers from North Carolina down to Florida, um, stood on stages in front of 3,000 plus people, um, started a mental wellness microbiome business about six years ago to optimize brain function. We started that because we got foster kids and we were trying to look at ways to optimize brain function. And now I realize I can come from brain function from a coaching standpoint to change brain function to change brain chemistry takes a good amount of time but then we can do you know different types of bacteria strains as well to increase serotonin dopamine increase focus happiness joy all of that stuff so now it's much more of a holistic approach about helping my clients get to their peak because if you're in business <laughs> you know it's a roller coaster ride and you know we we need to be best our best at physically, mentally, spiritually, emotionally. And this is just making sure we're coming from all angles to help people be the best spouse, be the best parent, be the best business person they can, because you, you know, it's a, it's a lot of work. And sometimes we get lost in the mix as well. So my goal for my clients is that I help them ignite their own inner genius and I don't want them to help them achieve this in business while relationships or health does this. It's like, I want all boats rising as that tide comes in. If we're doing it right, relationships should improve, ability to parent should improve, health should improve, physical fitness should improve, and business should improve. Because I've seen so many people, they sacrifice for one area of the life, and then everything else is in chaos. And then they spend all their time trying to get that catastrophe into an okay place while everything else goes. 
down the toilet. And sometimes it's too late. Health, you know, divorce, um, you know, kids grow up. Um, I was going to say, you know, what you're talking about is is a saying that, you know, um, I love to repeat to myself and really where I'm shifting this podcast to focus on, which is, you know, how to live the life of our dreams and live it on our own terms. Now, our own terms should be including our spouse, right? So um, I love that. That's, that's where we're going with this. And what I want to do right now is just shift the conversation a little bit and ask you this super fun question, keeping that, you know, in mind, uh, you know, my, my statement a minute ago, which is, um, if you were to be, you know, transported back in time, knowing, bringing your current mind with you, know what you know now, back to age 18, uh, you know, what would you do differently? What would you do in order to fast track your success or would you do anything differently? Yeah. I, first, first I'll tell him how, how proud I am of him because he made a big leap away from everybody he knew and went and did something that everybody like the, the you know it wasn't like oh yeah that's a great idea andrew like yeah go go travel the world <laughs> you know and it was very much people don't leave and but first thing i'll tell him is get great at building relationships and holding those networks because i've realized now the key to success is not how much i know it's who i know and I haven't traditionally done a great job. It's like I've traveled a lot and I've got that traveler's mentality of, I'm probably not gonna be here too long. So don't put roots down because it's hard to leave if you've got roots. So I'm rooted in my family, my wife and my kids, but then everything else has been pretty like little roots. And so I realized that my whole time in Colorado for 18 years, I was like, I probably won't stay here long. Probably won't stay here long. And looking back, I'm like, wow, if I knew I was going to be there for 18 years, I'd have developed more and held more relationships. So same thing in now in Southern Utah. So I'd have told him to build relationships and then work on expanding his beliefs. I used to believe who I was was fixed. And that's, you know, we could get, we could, this could be the whole podcast right now, but, and there's a massive difference between identity and beliefs and behavior. But any belief that's repeated with enough emotional intensity becomes an identity. And our identity is the strongest driving force we've got. We will die to maintain that we were right about who we were. Every single time. It's, it's a higher level than self-preservation. And back then, um, when I did a personal training exam, this will show you. I've got two examples of what will show you where my psychology was back then. My first was I worked at a Chinese restaurant chopping vegetables. And I've had 37, 38 jobs. And that was one of the, the earlier ones. And I remember my boss came up to me. So it was China, mostly, I think there was me and one other non-Chinese guy in the restaurant. And um, the boss came up. He says, Andrew, I'm never going to fire you. And I said, oh, why not? He says, you'll never get another job where you're learning disabilities. And I remember being so happy. I went home and told my parents, I said, hey, guess what? I'm never going to get fired. I've got a job for life. The Diamond Chinese Restaurant. And um, that's, that's how much I was struggling. And so my parents were like, yeah, great job, you know? And so it wasn't, we, do, we weren't, as a, as, a, as, a, as a culture, we weren't talked to about college. It was shipyard or military. And that, that was really the options that I felt like were presented to me. And because of my vision issue, 
the military was out and you know and then the shipyard my dad worked in the shipyard but i was just like i just don't see myself i hated school and i and i just the thought of being in the same place all the time didn't didn't fit me so but then i had to make money so but i i, I accepted the chinese restaurant i was like okay this is going to be my future then and then um i fast forward i became a gym instructor at a local gym um and then I was in a personal training exam. And I remember the, the main guy said, hey, something's there's only happened three times in the last 10 years. Someone here got 99% in the exam. And the guy next to me is like, I aced it. I've got a master's degree in biology. And I, didn't, I never went to college. And I was like, oh, great job. Yeah, yeah, awesome. And then he said, Andrew Devlin. And I went, yep. And he went, Andrew, yeah, you scored 99%. And I went, I promise you, I did not cheat. And he went, what do you mean? I said, I didn't cheat. You can watch me do it again. And he said, why are you saying that? I said, well, I obviously, I, I, I don't know if you mixed them up, um, but you can watch me do it again so you can see what my real score is. And he said, can I speak to you outside? I was like, oh. So I walked outside. I said, are you kicking me off the course? He's like, what are you talking about? And I was like, I know there's no way I can get 99%. I don't know what went wrong. I said, I don't know if I just got lucky. I said, I'm really not sure of what happened. And he's like, I have no clue what you're talking about. He said, you are one of the brightest students we've had through these doors and we've been open for 15 years. He said, your ability to absorb and retain information is through the roof. And I went, oh no, I'm an idiot. And he went, who told you that? I said, so many people. <laughs> And I'd claimed that identity. So even when I was presented with evidence that I wasn't an idiot, I couldn't accept it because of that emotional identity, that fit, you know, that, 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 that persona that I can't get ahead because I'm not smart. And at that point I was probably 19. And I remember it sort of like rattling around in my brain. And I was like, what if I'm not an idiot? What if I can really learn fast? I just don't learn the way school taught me. And then I heard an um, Einstein quote, and it said, if you judge a fish by its ability to climb a tree, it will grow up believing it's an idiot. And I was just like, I'm a fish. And another reason I homeschool now, you know, um, but it's like, I want to see, do I have a monkey? Do I have a fish? Do I have a badger? Like whatever it is, like, hey, let's- What's the learning gonna... style? Yeah, you know, and then adapt. And so it was interesting. Last year, I became a high school science teacher as well for a homeschool group. Um, and I just laughed every time I'm going to the school because I'm just like, if my teachers could see me now teaching a class, um, what would they think? So it, it, it is, it's been an interesting journey, but I would tell him, do things that scare you, you know, Go after your intuition. It will serve you well and trust God. You know, his plans are better than yours. Get out the way and stop thinking about what if it goes wrong and start thinking about what happens when it goes right. Because I was very motivated by getting away from pain back then. Now I'm much more motivated to go towards pleasure. I love that. I love that. You, you know, it, 
all every single 18 year old on the face of the earth could could use that message right um you, you know what i can't help but notice is two things one there's a lot of parallels between your life and my life um you know and uh, except i'm not as much of an expert on success mindset not even close like your understanding le legitimately is off the charts and this is one of the reasons why i love talking to you but the other parallel is you know between your life and les brown's life and i think anybody who you know knows les brown's backstory this is like he is the epitome of anybody can come from you know the the toughest of challenges the toughest of situations and be able to, you know, make their dreams come true over and over and over. And it, it, I just can't help but, you know, to see that, you know, parallel between your life and his. And so I love that. And, and honestly, like, I love this conversation so much. It really could turn into a four and five hour long conversation. But I want to, you know, respect your time. And so with that being said, what what I also want to, you know, say is that I encourage anybody who listens to this show, this podcast, anybody who sees it, Definitely, I highly recommend reaching out to Andrew. Reach out to him, check out his content, follow him anywhere you can because uh, he he does nothing. And we didn't even scratch the surface on the amount of people that he helps in his heart for helping people. You you, you help a lot of children, you know, throughout throughout the world. And you know, so legitimately, any interaction that you have with Andrew, you are going to you know, walk away from feeling inspired and better about yourself and, you know, more motivated and encouraged to go accomplish your dreams. So with that being said, Andrew, what would you say is the best way for, you know, people to, to reach out to you, people to contact you? Yeah, um, I've got Devlin Worldwide um, on Instagram and then we've got DevlinWorldwide.com um, if you want to check out the website. Um, I have a podcast out called Love, you know, so I, so apparently somebody didn't have a clue what I was saying last week when I said my podcast name. So love, like to love, plus money. Um, I've got a deep dive into relationship stuff there. Uh, we've got um, stuff around there. Uh, we've got the um, author of the Five Love Languages came on and talked about love languages for teens. We've got like a professional organizer. We've got um, a, a world-renowned microbiome expert. Uh, we've got stuff on um, sex trafficking, you know, and we had an executive come on and she was in a gated community and she thought it was safe and it was a neighbor selling her 13-year-old daughter. And it was like, it was an eye opener. So, so we've got, you know, success stuff. We've got business stuff. And I'm really, really passionate on building strong marriages and raising great kids doing the deep work so the the podcast focuses uh, a lot on that too yeah i love it and i'm definitely um you know wasn't aware that you had a podcast so i am now and i definitely will follow you and so super excited and you know i'm i'm also just excited about you know our friendship as we go down the road you know keeping our network tight um but even more so excited about your you know future success because um you know, you're involved in so many, you know, different businesses. And I, you kind of, you did touch on your public speaking. Andrew's an amazing public speaker. Um, I got the chance to hear you twice, right? Um, at the, the Jason Drees coaching events. And um, 
So, but yeah, with that being said, I just appreciate you so much. appreciate your time. And so I will go ahead and wrap this episode up. So thank you all so much for, you know, listening or watching another episode of The Gentle Art of Crushing It. Thanks again, Andrew. You're welcome. Thanks for having me on, Doug. Appreciate it. Well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen, another episode of The Gentle Art of Crushing It. It was an amazing episode. We know we sure learned a lot, and we hope you did as well. We want to take a second and thank you so much for viewing or listening to this episode. And please just know that we only ask for one favor, and that is to make this life magnificent. Thank you, and have a wonderful day.